Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I think personality goes a long way in business, and I think half the battle is what kind of person you are or how you present yourself to your clients. I'm going to go over some of the personality traits that I think are real winners when it comes to running your pool service business. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I've been doing this for a pretty long time here and I can tell you some of the things that will really endear you to the customers and some things that will really irritate your pool service customers. And I'm going to cover some of these here for you so that you can maybe develop these skills and you can alter your personality very easily for business. I mean, personality is one of those things where you can kind of turn on and off. I mean, for me, I can control my personality or my negative or positive quality traits pretty easily. I could be yelling at my son and really angry with him. And if my phone rings, I can be like, oh, hi, how you doing? And just pretty much turn off that angry dad kind of thing pretty quickly. And I think there is some truth to the fact that you can actually change and, you know, make yourself better in situations. And I think as a pool service provider to the customer, you have to put that good face forward all the time. So if you're kind of short fused, I think you need to work on that definitely because there's really no place for that in the pool service industry. If the customer starts to get irritated with you and you can't handle it and you get irritated back, that's going to really cost you in business. It's going to cost you that account and it may cost you future business because that one person may refer you to 10 other people. You don't know that. And it's one of those things where if you get the reputation of being someone with a short fuse, and I see this all the time at the supplier, someone will go to the counter and they're just not the most pleasant person in the world. And, you know, the people behind the counter have to deal with them the best they can. You don't want to be that person. And you certainly can't service pools if you are that person long term. So I'm going to say the number one quality of a good pool service professional is patience. You have to be patient with the customer. You also have to be patient with the pool. You can't be frustrated in certain situations. And I know it's an inanimate object, but you have to show patience towards the pool itself. You may have a pool with algae issues or with equipment problems. And if you get frustrated with that, you can't think clearly and you can't solve the problem. Just like anything else and you're angry, you can't solve the problem in the moment. So I think patience is the best quality of any personality in business. And for me, when I meet somebody and they're extremely patient and easygoing, I find that it kind of puts me at ease myself. So if you have a customer that's like, hey, you know, there's algae in my pool and they're getting kind of irate. If you are the kind of person that can project that aura of patience and nothing's affecting you, it goes a long way versus, you know, you being the kind of person that's like, well, I mean, it was good last week. I don't know what's going on here. 
it's really frustrating. I understand you're frustrated too. I'm frustrated the same way. Probably not going to win that customer's confidence with that kind of rebuttal. And I think also what goes with patience is also respecting people. And I think if you're a respecter of people, you're going to go a long way in business. Now, I can't really say much about who you are, what your background is, but I can speak from my own personal background that, you know, my grandfather, he had a little bit of a racial streak in him, I should say. He's from New Jersey, and he had a lot of run-ins in the 60s and 70s um, with different people, and so he developed this kind of thing against people. Besides that, he was in World War II, and he fought the Japanese, and so he had this thing against Japanese for obvious reasons because he was on the islands and they were shooting at him trying to kill him. So he wouldn't buy a Japanese car ever, but he finally bought one. Later in life, he caved in and he realized that they make pretty good vehicles. And so he changed his personality, definitely, but it took a lot of time and effort on his part. And I think the same thing goes for you. If you have something against a certain group of people or a class of people, you have to get over that really quickly to do business and to be successful you never want to bring that into a business situation and you never want to be seen as that kind of a person. And these can be behaviors unlearned pretty quickly and easily if you apply yourself and realize that you have to be a respecter of people and you see someone who's homeless on the street, by the grace of God, that could be you there and it's not you. So you got to be thankful for that. And all these kind of ways of looking at things differently is important in business because if you hold something against somebody based on an outward appearance, this could really affect you long-term in the service industry. So occasionally I'm in the Facebook groups and someone will post something about a customer and maybe something really negative, they'll blot out the names or whatever. I don't think that's appropriate. I don't think that's professional. You know, what the customer says and does, unless it's something totally outrageous and crazy that you have to post on social media, besides that point, I think it's between you and the client, and that's exactly where it stays. If you have something to say to that customer, definitely say it. Don't spread it all over the place, and it's just not professional. And that kind of leads to an attitude of, you know, kind of not taking people or respecting people if you're posting something they said so the whole world can see it. So I definitely think those are, you know, some really important boundaries in business where you respect the person, you're patient with them, And you're fairly easygoing, not to the point where it's like, hey, you can pay me whenever. I'm not talking about that kind of easygoing. I'm talking about easygoing when the customer's like, hey, you know, there's a problem with my pool. I know you were here just a few hours ago, and I noticed there's like some dirt in the deep end you might have missed. Then you would just tell the customer, you know what? I was probably not paying full attention. I may have missed that area. I'll definitely swing back over and take care of it, you know, later today or tomorrow. And this won't happen again. I'm on top of it. It's just one of those things where I may have overlooked something. If you have that kind of attitude, that goes a very long way. And then in the future, you know, one or two years down the road, if the pool gets algae in the steps or in the deep end, the customer is going to see you and be like, hey, you know, there's some algae in my pool. If you could take care of it, they're going to have a more casual attitude towards you if you have that casual attitude back towards them. And I think that goes a long way in developing that relationship with the customer You don't want to have a bunch of customers on your pool route that are nitpicking you or complaining about things because you take it very personal and they can see you take it personal, which makes them want to get more personal, if that makes sense. I'll give you this example. I'm pretty easygoing and I'm very patient. So I had to return this 
caulking gun at this mom and pop hardware store. And I knew right away I was going to have problems because when I purchased it, I could tell that the cashier wasn't going to win any personality of the year awards. So when I went back in there to return it, right away she was giving me an attitude like, hey, this has been used. You can't return something that's been used. I'm like, well, the reason I'm returning it is because it's defective. When I stop pushing on the hand trigger, caulking still comes out of the gun. So it's definitely not a working piece of machinery. And then she's like, well, we can't take used items back. I said, well, it's defective. So I can return it. You know, it's not working. And I was pretty patient, pretty calm. And then I probably made the mistake by saying, you know, Home Depot lets me return it. And then she says with her great comeback, this is not Home Depot. And right there I knew I was going down this road where it was going to get pretty ugly. And it got to the point where she's like, then I asked her, are you the owner of the store? And she's like, no, but this is what the owner would say. And, you know, I knew that things were getting to a point where it's like, this is getting ugly. But finally a manager came over and he was like the most mild manner manager you could ever see. And he just gave me my money back and that was it. So my point for saying all of this is that she kept escalating things and I wasn't even trying to escalate things. And she kept on with these smart comebacks at me, which is not good, of course, because then it makes escalates me. But I'm pretty patient, like I said, so I was calm as I could be wearing my mask because it's COVID. So she can't see that I'm like huffing and puffing, I guess, hopefully not. But I was trying to hold it in. And to me, it's only 12 bucks. It's not like the end of the world. She's taking it like you know, they're going to go out of business or something. And that's what I'm talking about, about having not a relaxed attitude. And I mentioned earlier, let's say if the customer points an algae to you, and if you're coming back saying, there wasn't any algae there two days ago. I don't know what's going on. You know, it's very frustrating. The customer is going to then be escalating things to the next level with you. He'll be like, well, you should know what you're doing. I pay you to do the service. You don't even know why there's algae there. And you can see how this is going to get out of hand and get really ugly. And all of this could have been avoided if you just worked on that personality trait of being patient with the pool and kind of saying, well, hmm, the pool had algae, didn't have algae last week. It has algae this week. There's probably something maybe is not filtering correctly. When did I clean the filter last? You calculate in your head when you did the filter. You can check the chemistry, things like that. You kind of get to the bottom of it without getting frustrated back. So to me, I think those two qualities, patience and respect, are going to get you a long way in business. And when I deal with people, I find that even if they don't know what they're talking about, like if you're shopping for a car or furniture and the salesperson doesn't know what's up or down because they're new, as long as they're respectful and patient with you and you're patient with them, you can go a long way. And so now you're going to probably say to me, well, I'm not this patient and I'm not this respectful person that you're talking about here. I say you can be because just like the example I got where I'm like yelling at my son and then the phone rings, I'm like, oh, hi, how you doing? You can do that. You can learn that behavior. You can change your behavior pretty easily if you apply yourself. So there's a lot of help out there. You get, of course, self-help books to kind of read about anger management. Business books go a long way. A lot of great business books that you can read. You can get into a church group or you can get into a secular group. You can join like a Toastmasters group, public speaking group, and kind of put yourself out there and take that criticism in your speech or learn from other people. Whatever it needs to be, you can definitely get better at it and improve. Because if you don't, you're not going to go very far in business and you're not going to have the clientele that you really want to have. You know, I think people gravitate towards like people. 
you know, when you met your wife or you're dating somebody, it's someone that you are kind of, you like that person, you like their personality. Same in business, you gravitate towards people you like. I have an AC guy, air conditioner guy that I like. I have a plumber that I like. I have a handyman that I like. I have a general contractor that I like. If I don't like somebody, I won't do business with them. And if I do do business with someone I don't like, I'm doing it because there's no other choice. And I think your clients are going to realize eventually that, hey, there's another pool service company. They're much nicer, much more friendly than this guy. I'm going to dump this guy and get someone that I actually like. And, you know, being liked is something that, again, is something you have to really focus on and work on to be a likable person. And you may not have that personality trait. You may not have grown up with those skills. I wasn't raised with those skills either, but I definitely learned them as kind of life skills to get through life and to develop that. And I think if you work on it and you develop these skills, you can work with any customer out there, just about any customer out there, even the ones that are tough and critical, maybe arrogant, tough to deal with, picky, whatever it may be. If you develop these skills, you're going to really soften them up and make them realize that you're doing a great job and you may not do everything perfectly, but they'll realize that you're the best you can be and they're going to like you. And that goes a long way in anything you do. And I'll go back to this example that, you know, it's one time I was getting in my supplies and there was this guy in there and he was like, you know, I mentioned this before. He's like bragging about the fact that, hey, I didn't clean this pool because I held their toys in there. And I told the homeowner, if there's any toys in the pool, I'm not going to clean it. So when I got there, there was a bunch of floaties in the pool. I told him, I'm not cleaning this pool. You got to make sure everything's out when I get here. I'm not going to give you any credit either. You're supposed to get all the stuff out of there. He was like bragging about how he told the homeowner pretty much off that, you know, unless you take the toys out of the pool when I'm there, I'm not going to service the pool. My thinking is that homeowner is going to find a different service person pretty fast. And this guy is not going to go very far in business with that attitude. Yes, yeah, so there's toys in the pool. It's not a big deal. I get them out all the time. It's not the end of the world. You know, the dog is pooping all over the place and you have a policy where you're not going to go back there if there's dog poop on the grass or whatever. Again, you're going to have to give people grace. You know, they have a pool party. You've had pool parties, I'm sure, if you had a pool and you just don't pick up everything because you're tired. You just want to end it and they forget what's the big deal. So I think, you know, part of being patient and respecting the client is also having that it's not a big deal attitude. Not a big deal if the customer calls you and says, hey, my automatic cleaner is not moving, you know, middle of the week, you were there three days ago. Not a big deal. You can, If it's in your area to stop by and fix it and get it working again, you can definitely do that. And I try to make an effort to go back in cases like that. Usually the route will crisscross and I'll go back over there and I'll definitely get the cleaner moving again. Whatever it takes in certain situations, depending on the client, of course, it can get out of hand. But for certain situations, I have no problem with that. Or if the customer says that, you know, I was, you were there, the pool doesn't look that clean, you know, do whatever you can to apologize without blaming, without saying, well, I mean, if you had a new pump or if you had a better filter, this wouldn't happen. Again, that goes back to my original premise of being patient and also being respectful. It's really pretty basic. I mean, you're projecting yourself as someone who is doing a service. So you're no different than someone who is, you know, I would say a waiter waiting tables or someone at the hotel at the re- reception desk. You're there providing a service business. 
and part of service is customer service. And if you're not the kind of person when someone approaches you, you smile or you're friendly or greet them, develop that personality. Definitely work on that. Practice in front of a mirror, whatever you have to do to get better at it, because this is your face of your business. That cashier in that mom and pop store was the face of that store, and it reflects badly on the company, of course, the fact that she was like that. I'm not going to call and complain. I'm not going to write a review or anything. Because, look, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she was having a bad day. Maybe she doesn't like the fact that I was returning something. and I don't know who, what it was. But the fact of the matter is it happened. And, you know, I'm not going to blame her for anything. And that's what she, you know, if she wants to be that way with people, that's up to her. When I go to a restaurant and the waiter or waitress is really bad and they're not servicing you well, like they don't refill the drinks or maybe they're not the friendliest waiter and waitress, I tell you what I do, and maybe you can try this, and this will maybe help you become more respectful and more patient. What I do is I leave them a 20% tip. So I'll leave them a tip that they're not expecting, and maybe that'll change it. Maybe they'll realize, you know what, I wasn't the greatest server to that person, but look, the guy left me 20%. I mean, that means something. And I think that's kind of one of the things that you need to develop towards people is that respect. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they, they just don't like their job, whatever it may be. But you can't just not tip them or give them, you know, five bucks or 5%, whatever. I give them 20%. I give everyone the same tip when I go out. Sometimes if they're really good, I'll give them 25%. But I definitely think that as a respecter of people, you have to kind of respect the fact that they may not be having the greatest day. And that's with your clients also. Maybe they're they're upset that the pool doesn't look that great because something happened at work. Who knows? One of the things that you're going to have to just realize is that it's not always you. Maybe it's them. And all of this goes back to the basic premise of being patient. And if you're not a patient business person, and if you don't have that aura of patience, you're definitely not going to go far in the pool service, quote-unquote, industry. With that said, I've done a number of podcasts on business etiquette. I have some that where I talk about not cursing. That's one of my pet peeves. I don't really like people that curse. And I think I, I don't know if I recorded a podcast on that whole subject, but I do have a lot of business um, podcasts there. You go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, and if you click on the banner or on the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to a menu of the previous podcast I recorded. And you can find definitely something there regarding business and business management from that list. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.